Hello, and welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens, because of who Jesus is and what he has done. I'm Gloria Bashara, and I'll be your host. Today we read Luke chapter 1131. The queen of the south will rise at the judgment with the people of this generation and condemn them. For she came from the ends of the earth to listen to Solomon's wisdom. And now something greater than Solomon is here. Okay, if today's verse is a little confusing, don't worry, you're not alone. If we were Jewish, especially at the time of Jesus, we would know exactly what Jesus is saying. And it's a pretty bold statement, but we're not. So let's unpack it a little. Who is this queen of the South? Why is she so mad? And who is going to be condemned? And why is Jesus being compared to King Solomon? Remember that the Bible is one story. The story of Jesus. The story of God's people. Our need for a savior and Jesus coming to reveal and fulfill God's master plan for creation. Jesus enters the scene in the New Testament. And in the Old Testament, we follow the journey of the Israelites, the Jews, pretty closely. And these are people that oftentimes found themselves enslaved, oppressed, at war, and a lot of times just fighting, fighting for survival, fighting for the promised land, fighting, fighting, fighting. They are given the hope, though, of a Messiah. So along the way, we see some... Christ types, little Jesuses that give glimpses or exhibit some significant characteristics of the coming Messiah, but were not him. They were not Jesus. King Solomon, for the Jew, is one of these Christ types. He represents one of the very few moments in history when Israelites were on top, when they had power and influence and wealth. King Solomon was famous, not only to the Jews, but to many around in that time. He was a king, known for his power, his wealth, and his influence. The Queen of Sheba was a powerful leader from the the south. We aren't given her real name, but it's very clear that she also was powerful and had great wealth and influence. Where she came from, they likely worshipped many gods, but she heard of Solomon's power and traveled with a large company and tons of resources and wealth to meet him. She came to hear and understand human wisdom for her own personal gain. She asks him a lot of riddles and tough questions, and apparently he answers them all. We kind of see Jesus do this too, and he's tricked by the Pharisees. These two great leaders, the Queen of Sheba, and King Solomon. They have an exchange and both scripture says, leave satisfied. The assumption is that this affirmed or established a really good um, political relationship and trade relationship. The queen of Sheba is an example of someone outside of Israel that wanted to hear the word and was inspired because of it. In the same way with Jesus, many outside of the Jewish faith would want to hear the word of God, Jesus' gospel of hope, and they would receive it and be blessed because of it. That's why Jesus is being so cheeky here. 
The Queen of Sheba traveled from far away, and many others will too, and it was totally worth it. Christ came to earth. He came to people with God's word and the gospel of hope. He answered all their tough questions, their tricks, their trick questions, performed miracles, and they not only doubted, but they got jealous and angry and hateful. They wanted him dead. So Jesus said on judgment day, the queen of the South will be raised in order to bring condemnation against these Pharisees and the teachers of the law. Those that had a good thing right in front of them. They didn't have to travel to Jesus. Jesus came to them, giving them all of this wisdom and this hope, and they wanted nothing to do with it. The point here is that Jesus is so much better than any earthly figure we hold in high esteem. Better than the greatest king. Better than the greatest politician or spiritual leader or anyone you've ever heard of. He doesn't just offer earthly wisdom, but eternal salvation. So many in his day didn't get it, but they will. One day, if they haven't already, they will understand what a grave mistake it is to hear the gospel and reject it. It's tempting to put our hope in politics, influencers, and those in power. They may have some good things for us, some good life tips, maybe some earthly wisdom. They may contribute to good policy changes or global trade decisions. But the word of God should be our ultimate source of wisdom. Time with Jesus, sitting under his influence and his teaching, should be what we prioritize as Christians. Solomon paints a picture of an ideal king. But Jesus is the one true king. With him on the throne, we are in good hands. He is worth traveling to, but the good news is we don't have to. He came to us. Let's pray. Lord, we are thankful for the wisdom and teaching found in your word. When we dive in, we see how Jesus stands in the gap for everything we deserve. He is the ultimate picture of leadership, wisdom, grace, and power. Everything we esteem, we can find in him. Lord, would you stir a desire to learn more about the greatest man that ever lived and being in your word more, that that is what would give us access to him. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, Have a great day.